the Barn Isle, Episode 12, Walk the Line. Howdy, hi everybody. How are you today? Welcome to the Barn Isle. My name is Denise Yule. I'm your host and I want to thank you for tuning in to my show. I am a USHJA certified hunter jumper trainer. I'm also a barn owner and I've had over 30 years professional experience in the industry. I'd like to pay it forward to all of you by sharing my experiences and provide ideas to help you with your horse and your riding. The main purpose of this podcast is to offer everyday conversations like one might have in the barn while you're hanging out with your friends. I hope you all are doing well and I'm looking forward to talking to you today a little bit about walking distances in lines. It's something that is an important skill to master especially if you are doing the show jumping or equitation divisions. Jumps are often set in a way that can ask a question of the horse and rider. Perhaps it's a bending line, maybe it rides a little short or rides a little long, and when you have the opportunity to walk a course and measure with your stride how the jumps are related, that gives you an opportunity to figure out how the course will ride for your horse. But in order to do that, you need to first know how to walk a line and how to walk distances. So we're going to start from the beginning. First of all, you need to know what the average length of stride for a horse is, and that is 12 feet. Now if you have a big horse, their average stride length might be longer. If you have a small horse, your average stride length might be shorter. But in course designing, 12 feet is the measure that is used when they are placing jumps inside a show arena. So when we walk a course, our job is to try and figure out how many strides we are going to be doing in between each jump. And when we're walking, we're not walking our horses, we're walking on our own two feet. So we need to correlate the length of our strides with the horses. Now an average human can easily make a three-foot stride. A horse has a 12-foot stride. So if you divide three into 12, you get four. Four three-foot human strides will equal one horse 12-foot stride. And we will use this four-to-one conversion to help figure out how far away jumps are from each other. Before we start working on that conversion, you first want to be able to accurately step in three-foot increments. There are several different ways to do this, so I'm going to give you a few ideas. One of the easiest ways, I think, to learn is to find an object or objects that are a known 12-foot distance long, like a jump pole or even the posts of your barn. Double check with a measuring tape, make sure it's the appropriate length of 12 feet, and then walk from one end to the other and try to put four even steps between those two endpoints. At first you might find you take two big steps and then two little steps, or three little steps and one giant step, but with practice you will find that you can begin to evenly stride out four steps between the two markers. When that gets easy, close your eyes. 
try to walk between those two points without using the ground or the objects as a visual cue. And practice, practice, practice until you're pretty accurate. When you get pretty good at a individual 12-foot segment, take a measuring tape and set two objects further apart from each other and make sure the distance is divisible by three. Start small. Maybe move the markers 30 feet apart. 30 divided by 3 is 10. So you want to try and get 10 even steps between those two points. Then move it out a little further. Move it out to 45 feet. 45 divided by 3 is 15. So you should get 15 steps between those two points. And so on. As you're practicing your length of stride and trying to create a consistent 3-foot step, don't worry about how that's going to correlate into horses' strides yet. When you become comfortable stepping out a known distance, practice stepping out an unknown distance. For example, measure the length of the hallway in your home. Walk down the hallway. Let's say you take nine steps. Well, nine times three is 27. Then grab your tape measure and see how close you were. And you can do that in a variety of different places, around your home, in the yard, on the sidewalk, until you get so that you can be fairly accurate in the measurements you are creating with your stride. And if you're new to this, you're probably wondering why this matters. Course designers set courses based on a horse's 12-foot stride. And as I mentioned earlier, we will be using our human three-foot strides to calculate how many horse 12-foot strides are between two different objects. Now, going forward, what we have to realize is when a horse is traveling over an object, there is a space that is left in front of the object where the horse gathers up and jumps from, and there is a space on the landing side of the object where the horse is putting its feet down to land. The distance covered by the flight of the horse between the takeoff and the landing of their jump needs to be accounted for when you're measuring the space and the number of strides in between those two jumps. I have learned two different methods for taking into account landing and takeoff, and I'm going to explain both of them. In both methods, we take into account takeoff and landing as half a stride each. So we allow six feet for landing, six feet for takeoff. Method one is to account for both landing and takeoff as you first begin counting the line. That is to step off six feet for landing, six feet for takeoff, immediately behind the first element. I call that your zero stride. So let's say you have a five stride line. Using the zero stride method, you would put your back against the first jump and you would count your first four steps as takeoff and landing as your zero stride as I described before. That accounts for your landing and takeoff. So you would count that off away from the jump. Zero for step one, two for step two, three for step three, four for step four. Zero, two, three, four. That's how you count your zero stride. Then you continue on counting in groups of four for each expected stride 
your horse will take. One, two, three, four would be one stride. Two, two, three, four, two strides. Three, two, three, four, three strides. Four, two, three, four, four strides. Five, two, three, four, I end up at my second jump. I know that the line is a five stride line. So again, as I'm counting my five stride line, my back is up against jump one and I start to count. Zero, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Two, two, three, four. Three, two, three, four. Four, two, three, four. Five, two, three, four. And I'm at my second jump. So since my last group that I counted was five, two, three, four, I know that it is a five stride line. The second method of counting strides requires you to allow for your landing immediately behind the first jump of the line and then account for your takeoff when you get to your second jump. So you will step your landing by taking two steps, six feet, away from the backside of jump one. That's your landing. And then you count as you did in the zero stride method, your groups of four for each stride in the line. So for the five stride line, you would count one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four, five, two, three, four. When you get to that fifth group of four steps, you will find you haven't quite reached the second jump. You should have two more steps left to allow for your takeoff at that jump. Both of these methods are very similar because you are counting your 12-foot stride in groups of four three-foot human strides. What makes the methods different is how you account for landing and takeoff and then how you judge if the line rides right on, a little quiet, or a little forward. In the zero stride method, where you take into account your landing and takeoff at the same time, in my opinion, I feel that's the easiest way to realize how long a line rides because if it's right on, you usually end up right at your second fence. And if you get there, let's say you're, it's a five stride line again as my example, you get there, you've counted your zero stride, you count stride one, two, three, four, five. When you get to the fifth stride and you go five, two, three, four, and there's still some space, maybe one more step, well then you know that line rides a step long and that it, you have to kind of maybe gallop up that line a little bit. And the opposite is true too. If you get to your fifth stride and you go five, two, three, and I can't quite fit a fourth step in there, then I know that maybe that five stride rides a little short. In the second method I described, being that you're taking into account your landing immediately after jump one and your takeoff before jump two, when you complete your fifth stride in our five stride example, five, two, three, four, in a normal five stride line, you'd have two steps left for your takeoff, your six feet. And that's how you can determine how a line rides. If you have an even six feet in there, then you know your five is right on. 
If you step it out and you have more than six feet left, then you know that the line is going to ride a little bit long and you need to ride forward in the line to make up for that extra distance for takeoff. Or if you can't quite fit two full steps in there, then you know the line rides a little easy. Both of these methods utilize grouping your steps into groups of four three-foot steps to represent the average 12-foot stride of a horse, as well as allowing six feet for landing and six feet for takeoff. It's just where in the line you account for landing and takeoff is the difference between the two methods. And what I'm presenting to you today hopefully will help clarify those methods. My grand plan is to include some video links in my show notes to visually illustrate walking a course. So check the show notes soon and see how it's done. All right, everybody, that's all I got for today. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to see you again soon in the barn aisle. Happy trails. Hi, it's Denise again. You can visit me on Instagram or Facebook at Barn Isle Podcast. Any questions, comments, suggestions, reach out. I look forward to talking with you soon. Have a great one.